And welcome to the Weekly Walk to Rage Town, coming to you from the hub of the community, the Heston Public Library, recorded with podcasting equipment sponsored by USW Local 11228. Hi, Susan. Happy New Year. Oh, I was going to say Happy New Year, Rusty. <laughs> Happy New Year, Rusty. It's 2023. It's a brand new slate. It It's a clean start. It is. Which lasts about 12 hours. It feels that way. Right? Like I wasn't going to eat any um, M&M products, and I've already emptied a bag of the mint M&Ms that were holiday. Well, you have to get rid of those, so that doesn't qualify because they're holiday. You have to clean it out to not eat it. Exactly. Exactly. So that qualifies. We could do a whole podcast on how resolutions work. But we, if we're, we're going to do that, we we're, need we're to not do it going quickly. to. Yeah, right. we're not going to. Yeah. We all kinds of things want to. Mr. Mary himself, David Kaufman, is here welcoming the new year as he is stopping by. Um, Jackie's going to have 2023 Heston Public Library news and notes. I will not be opening a bird removal business anytime soon. Yeah, I'm sure there's a story there. We'll I, see I, how long this. I goes. can't. We can go quick. It can be a quick story. Mm-hmm. I had a, I had a neighbor who is who has an advanced college degree, and may or may not be an instructor at Heston College. So we won't name her by name. Michelle. Yeah. (laughs) Come to the door and ask my services because she said there's a bird in the house. It was trapped in a room. She had left the window or she had the door open where she's pulling her Christmas tree out and the bird flew in and went up the stairs into one of the rooms. Did you grab your shotgun? No, I did not grab my shotgun because she wanted it saved. I'm like, okay, we can be humane about this. Normally, I would run to the boat and get the net to use as my tool because like you can tangle up a bird in a net and then uh-huh. gently out. But the boat is in the garage at Dr. Joel Garber's. Oh, that's right. Repair time. Right. Because we're going to do some repair work. So I did not have the boat. So, or I did not have the net. And so I went to a cast net, which is weighted, but that didn't work very well. And the room was not very much bigger than the room we're in right now. And that bird just flitted and flew and everywhere up to the floor and down. And we couldn't, and here's someone with an advanced college degree and myself, a college graduate, and we could not catch this bird. Michelle may or may not have tried to use a laundry basket and we got the bird in twice, but it flew back out. It was getting a little bit frustrating. And it's really frustrating to understand that they, a bird with a brain that's smaller than a pea is out at smarting you. Right. Trust me. I mean, that's horrible. Um, we could, or I was going to use the net to net it, but I couldn't go over the top and get that. And finally, I realized that the screen on the window came off. So we uh, popped the screen up, funny. opened the door, heard it in using the okay. using the screen as a shield in the laundry basket, and the bird flew right out. Over to the Oyers, probably. Pro- no, I, it was glaring daggers at me because that okay. bird did not want to leave the warmth of the room. You realize? It was a wren. Oh, it was a wren. Those it was are sweet. A, yeah, it was a, some type of wren. The fact that that bird lives across the street from the college where there's that big aviary, ave, whatever the correct word is, bird sanctuary. That display of dead birds. Yeah, <laughs> that's not a sanctuary <laughs> if you're dead. No, I, I thought about the trees to the north. Uh, no, I get, I'm okay. talking about behind the glass in that Charles Schultz building. Yes. Charles Hall. Charles Hall. Charles Schultz with peanuts. I know. Anyway, um, <laughs> that bird knew that if Michelle caught it, she was going to take it over there. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah. So there will not be any type of bird removal bur- business. I've I've wrangled snakes. I've wrangled rodents. I've snatched snakes, and now I've bagged birds. Well, I don't even know why you let me be on here with you because your life is so much more interesting than mine. But I do have a little excitement. To start the year, okay. we've moved from what's in the sack to talk about candy to the two-minute drill right. to I don't know what we're going to call this, and I taught English for a few years. <laughs> I should have a word for it, but we're going to talk about slang Okay. because I will not name this person, but 
I have a local friend that taught me, not intentionally, but helped me understand a slang term, which I will save for the end of this little segment of the show. But I'm going to start by just asking both of you, when you were kids, teenagers, like what were some of the slang words? Maybe they're called colloquialisms. But what, what were hmm. people saying that, that were, you know, hidden? They meant something else. Mayor Kaufman. Well, things that were hidden or meant something else. I'm, I'm, or I'm, just slang, it, whatever. I grew up in the 70s and 80s. Yes. So I remember, like in the 70s, I remember keep on trucking was kind of uh, a term okay. that people All right. used yeah. every now and then. I'm uh, thinking of the 80s. It was like gnarly. Uh, oh, Yeah. <laughs> Um, good, I wasn't good a, one. a valley girl, but tubular was kind of... Okay. Oh, yes, okay. yes. Right. Okay. Rusty? Oh, man, it's tough. Um, we used burn a lot. Oh, man, you, that was a burn, oh, which okay. was a carryover from the 70s. Sure. Yeah, we kind used burn a lot. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I don't, I'm not sure, because we had so many different slangs that I don't even know were actual slangs. I think we came up with them our own. They're insiders. Very yeah. much so. Very yeah. much so. So, like yeah. The, okay. And sometime we have to have an episode about Urban Dictionary. I'd be up for that, yeah. Okay. But, and I would say when I would, back when life was totally in black and white, <laughs> and I was a kid, and you had to wear dresses to school. Kidding. I am not kidding. Wore dresses to school. They did not allow pants. Right. But anyway, um, some of mine, which I have already put away, but were things like groovy. Really, okay. people did say yeah. that. Right. And people also said they used the word dog very disrespectfully for someone that they did not think was attractive. And my parents were very um, strict with me about you do not call that kid a dog, but you also should not invite him over to hang out with us. <laughs> <laughs> Mainly because he's a boy that we don't know because oh, they oh, investigated. Okay. You know, this oh. was in the big city, ICT, right. so right. they investigated right. all okay. my friends. But the word I want to introduce to the listeners today is the word cap okay. or capping. Okay. And I know you already both know right. what it means, right. but it means like a lie. Like that's cap means that's a lie, or he's capping means he's lying. So knowing that neither of you would ever be guilty of capping, or would anyone that's else... That's right, we are both honest golfers. <laughs> oh, no, another golf story. <laughs> no one in our fair city would be a capper. I don't know if that's the word, but cap or capping is a lie. So if you hear a bunch of high school kids saying, that's cap! I'm going to keep my ear to the ground when we're when, when I'm around those high school kids for the Swather Sports Network. I'm yep. going to see what I hear. And I really hope that the person that shared this with me is listening, but I'm not going to name him <laughs> because I want to stay friends with the right. one high schooler. Right. Oh, there are two high schoolers that I okay. that actually As an knew. empty nester, I am very out of it. And before we met here several minutes ago, I did not know that term, capping. So Now, yeah, you, you need to send that out to Paige and John and see I, if people are using it on the I think you ought to You, you know what they're going to say. Well, that was popular out here 10 years ago. Yeah, they're on the I, coast now. I'm, yeah. I think you should drop that during a council meeting. <laughs> <laughs> and just to see everybody turn and that look. That would be incredibly awesome. Okay, okay. well, I'm going to be quiet for a little All bit. All right. Mayor Kaufman, tell us about your life as mayor here in Heston a little bit. Well, um, you know, I've been on the city council, I guess, since 2007. Okay. And I did that because I was driving back and forth to Wichita, mm-hmm. and I wanted to weigh, you know, Linda, my wife, knows everybody. And, <laughs> in fact, when we're out walking or something, we'll pass somebody, and they'll say hi. And about, you know, after after we've just passed, I'll say, now, who was that again? Okay. <laughs> so, because she's way better at that than I am. But, anyway, uh, it's been a good experience. So, mm-hmm. um 
it's really not uh, as stressful as, as you might think it would be in a bigger city. Mm-hmm. In, in Heston, we have a city manager, Gary, who does such a wonderful job. And the council, we make all these decisions together. Right. And uh, so what my involvement is, 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 is a lot of meetings and maybe a lot of texts or phone calls, but it's not, you know, I probably spend, I don't know, 10, 15 hours a week on city business, mm-hmm. I'd say. And okay. it's enjoyable. I, I enjoy being a part of what's going on here because I care about the city. Right, right. And it's, it's nice to have so many trusted people who you can rely on and you guys are working together for the common the common goals you guys have laid out. So yeah. that's a wonderful thing about what having a city manager and a council and that structure of government. Thank you, John Waltner, for teaching me that in senior government. Okay, <laughs> yeah, get little props to Walt. Good, John. <laughs> Thank you. John did a great job for 25 years. Yeah. What are some of the important city-related happenings of this past year? Well, of course, I know we'll talk a little bit about Teffy. That's been a, mm-hmm. a big thing for all of us. Um, but but there's been a lot of work with that. Um, you know, we've been working on redeveloping Ridgepoint, the mm-hmm. former mobile home park, right. and that's that's ongoing as well. Um, one of the things I think about there's there's a lot of things that happen in the city that people may not notice, but uh, we've redone a lot of the streets in mm-hmm. town. So we we used to have uh, well, when I came on, uh, if you lived in an older neighborhood, mm-hmm. you had to get approval from 50% or more of the people on the street because oh, really? if, if specials weren't used when they built the street, then we would charge uh, the people okay. who lived there. That. Interesting. For and improvements. So, like for if improvements, there were, like okay. to reduce. Interesting. So, so if you lived on an older street and it had potholes, you may want to get it fixed, but your neighbor didn't. And so you'd have to, we'd have to, in, long story short, we, we got rid of that. We just okay. said, look, we're going to redo all these streets. Um, and, and that's been a nice improvement yeah. and it needed to be done. So sometimes things, you come into something and it's been done that way forever and you're not sure why. And sometimes you just need to change. It, right. So, right. Cause yeah. change can be good. Change yeah. can be really good. That's, that's yeah. interesting. I did not know. I did not know that. So very cool. Very so, cool. yeah, there, there's been a lot, uh, nothing that I can think of that's, you know, that's a shiny new building mm-hmm. or anything like that, but just a lot of behind-the-scenes things. Right, you and know? It, the things that we take for granted as citizens probably, yeah. you know, those type of things. So. The other big impact that we've had that every uh, every business and every entity has had is just trying to keep up with treating our employees well and making mm-hmm. sure they're fairly compensated because right. it's kind of a, a race between all of us. You know, you can go work fast food and make mm-hmm. more money in an easier capacity than, than mm-hmm. a lot of other jobs. So we've all got to keep up with that. Right. Right. School board and city. Yes, and matters very much. It does. Yeah. It does. What are some key things our citizens can look forward to in the new year in 2023? Well, there's so much going on in the right. city, but again, not all of it's uh, out there. Rusty, you're a golfer. I am and, a golfer. Oh, and yeah. so... You know that one of the things that we're working on is trying to continue to improve the clubhouse. Mm-hmm. Um, that will involve more carpet and painting and re, uh, redoing the the restrooms and, and the kitchen facilities a little bit. Um, I tell you what, the new carpet and the paint job is amazing. It has brightened up that place. I was in there yesterday already. Yeah, yesterday. 
no, two days ago. And so you were playing golf on yeah, New Year's Day. Yeah, yeah. ringing in the right way. But <laughs> that is that is such an improvement. I know there's other stuff going on out there too. And Zach will be on next week to talk a little bit about that too, even so. But other things too. I don't don't didn't mean to interrupt yeah, you. Yeah, no, that's fine. The other thing that we're doing then is taking the former cart barn and trying mm-hmm. to trying to make that a usable facility for tournaments and that kind of thing where people can can be inside and and be in the air conditioning that'll be great um you know it won't be finished like you know uh beautifully but it will be finished at where it's usable right yeah and so that'll be that'll be a good improvement the other thing that the city really doesn't have any direct involvement is and that i'm excited about is is the uh, idea tech Idea mm-hmm. tech and the fiber that's coming into town, that's going to be a, a major thing for a lot of businesses and, yeah. and homeowners, and it'll just give people more choice in, in what they uh, what they want to do. Right. Okay, great. Great. You know, you know, obviously, we are all very interested in the progress of the new grocery store, especially Susan and her lime. She mm-hmm. wants to buy limes. Lime. Lime. She also wants a bowling alley. I don't know if people know I didn't that, know that. I've tried to stay quiet about the bowling alley and focus on the lime, <laughs> but I do, Mayor Kaufman, thank you for remembering uh, that. I do Various that. Various completion dates are being discussed. You know, what's the best estimate? Is there one out there? I know it's it's tough trying to get everything lined up. I don't, I don't know if there's an estimate out there or not. That's a really hard thing to say because right. I don't want to. I don't want to make a promise I can't keep. Right, and that's but, a, but like we said, yeah. an estimate. You know, you're you yeah. kind of got a target. It's like, is this going to happen? Things are. It's flexible. It's fluid. That type yeah, of thing. It's a multi-phase project, as right. everybody knows, because what we have is is we're looking at the east side of downtown, mm-hmm. and so those businesses that are there all are in uh, various stages of of moving to their new locations. So that's number one. Um, We do have a memorandum of understanding with the grocery store. Mm -hmm. So that's exciting. Yeah. Um, And then uh, as far as the, the credit union is, is involved in uh, I guess, engineering studies now and that kind of thing to make sure. So we are certainly hoping 2023 uh, would be the time that the, credit union would start uh, doing some some things, mm-hmm. hope, hopefully sometime in 2023. And and I, I don't know, I hope sooner right. than later. Right. And but. that's that's exactly, I mean, it's it's tough because right. it's so many different moving parts and so it many is. different people coming together. It's a common goal. We, you know, it's a need, that type of thing. So if I can just say this, I know that there's been a lot of questions, mm-hmm. you know, why is this taking so long? And I guess the one thing I'd say there, and where I do appreciate the vision of Beneficent and, mm-hmm. and Brad here, is that, yeah, this could have been done two years ago, really. Right. I mean, when when they decided that they were going to come into Heston, we could have put up a, a metal building mm-hmm. in Ridgepoint. That would have mm-hmm. been the easy way to do it. And some say maybe that would be the right way to do it. But what I really like about this vision is it's going to help downtown. Yes. I think this is an opportunity to really make changes to Heston that we all want to see. Mm-hmm. You know, um, after the after the tornado, one of my pet peeves was, you know, and it's just, it's where we are in construction. Everything's right. a metal building, and, and that's fine. You know, you can put a brick facade on it and that kind of thing. But um, we, we didn't have zoning in place. You know, we had a wonderful business downtown mm-hmm. when we had the mill, but right. I would love to see a... a, a an industrial park outside of town where those kind of businesses can be. So you don't have a forklift going across Main right. Street all the time and right. dust and that kind of thing. We've right. got a real opportunity to have a beautiful 
two-story brick building, and we can redefine downtown, mm-hmm. and we can draw new new businesses in. So I would just ask for patience. Absolutely, because, uh, absolutely. Yeah. I would. I'd have to agree with that. It's going to be exciting, and it's moving parts and it's greater good. Like we said, you have to get everyone on the same page, and people. Get a little patient. People people can be. I understand people getting impatient. Let's take a breath and get it and do it right and not have to go back. And I think that's big. I think yeah. doing it right and doing it correctly and getting it done right, not going, oh, we really screwed up here and we have to do, redo something in the middle of it. I think that's that's yeah. big. We don't yeah. want it to be a redo. So right. we but will it, be but patient. it is hard it is hard to wait. I oh, mean, absolutely. we all we all want <laughs> believe me. Yeah. We all want to see progress sooner than later and and but it is happening. It's just a lot of stuff behind the scenes. Yeah, it is. Uh, you know, other than the um, store and school improvements, what are some of the additions you'd like to see come to Heston? You know, some of my I, I guess downtown is is really important mm-hmm. to me. I mean, I just would love to see when I look at other towns uh, I think a Lions is an example. Mm-hmm. They've got that beautiful square. You they know, do. It kind of looks like Back to the Future or something like it that. Does. And it does. You're right. And uh, there's just a lot of towns that have character. And Heston has so many wonderful attributes, but downtown was never, it's a one block area. Right. Um, so again, this is a chance. And so I'd like to see with lighting, mm-hmm. I would love to see our downtown defined and extended. So in you know, what we've talked about is you can go from the senior center mm-hmm. on the south side of Maine. You come north all the way up to the – you definitely have to include the library and yeah. some of the businesses here. So so with with, with new lighting and, and, and some mixture of new and old buildings, and then as, you know, if the, if the plan works for the credit union to move, then you go over to Old Town mm-hmm. Square and you've almost got a little triangle. But all you of do. that could be considered downtown. And, Absolutely. And, and that's certainly – probably the most important thing that I'd yeah. like to focus on, you know, um, again, continuing to work on uh, the mobile home park, mm-hmm. Ridge, Ridge Point, uh, walking paths and trails or something. I would, you know, every time somebody's out for a walk and they see the, the wider sidewalks over by King Park, mm-hmm. we just, we need to keep extending right. those all around town and, and have walking and biking trails right. and lighting. I think the big thing that people that really draws people to a community is is just those kind of things, you know, mm-hmm. quality of life things. Right. right. So, right. It's interesting because David, I've actually I've actually done a little bit of Google Play Maps, and there's over ten miles of sidewalks in Heston. Wow. So I don't. I know that's not. I know people don't know that, but there's over ten miles of sidewalks in Heston. So. Well, and I think people. I mean, obviously, you and Linda get a lot of use because mm-hmm. you guys are very diligent and de- devoted to walking, but. The rest of us probably need to, you know, utilize that more. And when you talk about improving and making that um, a priority, that is that is a quality of life and accessibility. When when sidewalks are wide, <clears throat> that makes it more um, accessible for someone maybe in a wheelchair or a mom with a kid on a bike and a, pushing a stroller. So that's a good vision. I love. Oh, oh that. I just do. I absolutely do. We've do been me. trying for a while to figure out how to get sidewalks or walking trails out by Dan Cycle, mm-hmm. that neighborhood out right. there. And it's just really expensive and right. hard to figure right. out. You right. know. So oh, that's been going we're continuing for continuing to work on that. That's yeah. been going on for a long time to have a, a long path through that. And I think I know for a long time they talked about going under yes. the interstate there by mm-hmm. the golf course, which it probably could work, but then there's probably flood control issues and high water. You know, what, there's all kinds of working right. things there. That's, right. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's the stuff that you don't think about. That oh wait, we maybe should have looked at that that type of thing. That oh oh no. So yeah, it's yeah. complex. It's but very important. Com- yeah, absolutely yeah. very complex. Yeah, you know, um, 
what are some of the ways in which people can get involved that you know through here in H-Town? Because we've said it before. We'll say it again. H-Town's a happening place, man. It is a happening place. We are, man, I'm, I'm so proud of Heston. I'm, I'm, yeah. I feel blessed to have grown up here. And I think um, I just encourage people to get involved. You know, when, when I joined city council again, it was just because I wanted to know what was going on. Mm-hmm. And I really didn't. Um, I would encourage people to join the school board, to think about running for school board, to get involved with the library and, and yeah. you know, the Dick Arboretum. Just get involved somehow. You know, I mean, obviously people who still have children are, you know, involved in those activities and everything. Right. But, but, but being involved in city council or school board, I think, is, is really important because you have a chance to – Gary doesn't like it when I say that we're volunteers because mm-hmm. we actually right. uh, do get – get paid a little bit. Um, but the people who, my experience, the people on school board and uh, city council are, are, are there just to make the city a better right. place and really don't have an agenda. That's, right. That's been my experience. Well, and that's, I, think, I, think that's, I think that's big. I think there's also, I think something we haven't mentioned, there are various, also various boards that people can get involved that also help through the city council. Like I know there's a tree board, there's a golf advisory board. I think some of those are come to mind, that type of thing, that people are doing their part and in getting involved and in, in trying to better the community. Absolutely. Those boards are super important as well. So, yeah. Anything you can do that way to just to be a part of mm-hmm. improving our city. We all want to work together, and uh, I, I think it, we're in a, at a very exciting point right now. Yeah. Uh, things Heston is a beautiful place that people want to live, and it's going to be it's going to be better. I just think we want to be super careful mm-hmm. to do it the right way and yeah. not invite things that we don't want. So absolutely, absolutely. What are some of your favorite your own favorite events we have here in Heston? Personal personal preference. Well, um, I have to give a lot of credit to Susan's daughter, Megan, and what she has done with the chamber, because the events that I can think of are chamber-related. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, it, she just did such, such a wonderful job, and I know Kim Wallace will continue yes. that. Yes, We'll have exciting. to get Kim on here, too, and, yes. and, yeah. and bring Kim in. And, yeah. But, but I think <coughs> of just the holly jolly Heston and the tree lighting, that just makes yeah. it, you know, it makes the holiday fun, and the home sweet Heston is is fantastic. Oh, it is fantastic. Yeah. And then mine mine would be golf and sports uh-huh. related, probably, and just again quality of life things. Yeah. But 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 those are some of the events that I like. Right, yeah. right. And one question of which I didn't ask, so people get a little more personal feel. What do you like to do to relax a little bit? Oh, well, I, my wife would tell you I sit in front of my computer and work all the time, which I'm, try, I'm trying well, to come up with some hobbies. Well, if you're giving two days, yeah. you said only 10 to 15 hours a week for uh, the job as mayor. I'm like, well, that's two more days. So basically you're working full-time plus a part-time job as mayor. So Yeah, but I, I really do need some hobbies. Golf is something I've always wanted to get mm-hmm. better at. I, I play at least, you know, men's league, and I, right. I want to play right. more. There's no excuse. Right. Uh, we, we try to stay fit and walk and do mm-hmm. some things like that. I'd like to cook more. Okay. There's a lot of things I'd like to do. Right. I'd like to read more, Jackie. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I, I am finding it easier to listen to books, but I really need – it's hard to get me to sit down. That's the problem. I understand. Yeah. I understand. So, okay. But you, I've got some goals. You get goals. things done. Talking so. about, yeah, resolutions and goals. I've got some. I just need oh, to Oh, okay. Okay, great. Do. Great. Well, Mayor Kaufman, thank you so much for coming in. We really appreciate what you do and what you bring to the table here and all the things you do for Heston. So thank you for stopping by and his first visit to the Weekly Walk. 
That is awesome yeah. to have him first. It's it a is. good way to start the year. And when we say we appreciate you, we're we, not capping. No, we're not. <laughs> we Dynamite are drop genuine in. there. Dynamite so. drop in. Uh, thank you so much. I really enjoyed it. And absolutely. thank you guys for doing this. It's fantastic. We'll yeah. have you back again. Oh, absolutely. It's kind of like. This is the introductory visit, and then we'll just keep looping you back I in. I would love to be a regular visit. Okay. Perfect. We Perfect. We will love it. to have you. Awesome. Well, right. you be safe out there today, and yes. best to you and your family and your sweet little granddaughters in 2023. Everybody stay well and awesome. enjoy your time as a family. All right. So. Happy okay. New Year. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. So, um, Susan, you have some stuff. Jackie's got some stuff. I've got some stuff, including something I forgot to label that's coming up on January 27th, which yeah. I think is going to be really cool at the high school basketball game. But okay. that's just me. Well, let me just say a little bit that I know that this um, – Saturday, there is a breakfast from 7.30 to 9.30 at the Heston Area Senior Center. Yay, breakfast. And actually, you know, when we make these food re- resolutions, we should be making resolutions to eat locally. Absolutely. And that's a very easy mm-hmm. way to do that. And then um, they are also having a foot care clinic a week from today, Tuesday, January 10th. Kansas Legal Services will be at the Has Center on January 11th. That's a Wednesday. Just give Yana a call over there. It's 327-5099, and she mm-hmm. can Perfect. give you more details and get you scheduled in. And then um, one of my goals for 2023 is to go to as many concerts as possible. Okay. And okay. so I already have my tickets for Lindsay Lou, who used to be Lindsay Lou in the flat bellies. I don't know what she did with the rest of her band, but... That's Maybe a, they don't have flat bellies anymore. <laughs> I don't I mean, know that, about that. Could that. Be. Anyway, um, she's, she'll be at the Arboretum on uh, Sunday the 15th at 4 o'clock. And give them a shout over there, 327-8127, or get online, dickarboretum.org, and get your tickets. So those are a couple that just came to my mind. But cool. I bet you have some that I didn't even know about or mention. So I, I, I do. Um, so... We can get to we'll get to Jackie first. We'll go Jackie and then we'll go sports because we kind of wrap sports up. <coughs> okay. All right. um, so we have on so just to give people a quick rundown of what the library has done in 2022. <clears throat> I just did my end of year reports. Everything. Everything. Yeah. Uh, we did everything. Yeah. So um, <laughs> did it all. Fun little facts. A couple of things I wrote down here. Uh, we had 34,140 contacts over the course of the year. So that is 34,140 people that either came through our doors or we had contact with um, outside of just the library That's really cool. And we do that with one full-time person, three part-time people, and one quarter-time person. Um, That's impressive. We had 378 new library cards sign up, and we had 50,380 and two uh, items circulate, and that does not include the 13,081 uh, e-materials that checked out. I'm, I'm dropping I, I, a lot of numbers on here. here. I, can't, I, I can't count that high. <laughs> I don't only, have enough the only, numbers. The only thing that had more numbers is the number of ambulance calls they ran this year. Yeah. Say, well, and, and here's the really cool thing. So all of those like amazingly big numbers – we did that with 8,000 hours, man hours of staff time. It's crazy. Y'all are just superhuman. <laughs> major, major props. Absolutely. So, yeah, if, if you break everything down um, between the 8,000 man hours, that's between me and the girls and including, like, even our janitorial staff to make the library function that 8,000 hours – um, if we divide that out evenly between every single person, between our bookkeeper, 
and the janitorial staff and our page and me and the Cirque staff girls, um, that's one person every 15 minutes. Holy mackerel. If, if, you, if you break out the, the staff mackerel. hours per hour, per staff hour, it is four people every hour. So every 15 minutes, if you average it out, and I hate averages for lots of reasons, but right, yeah. if, if you average it out, we are contacting one person every 15 minutes per staff person. And you're not even counting the number of times you've had to help me get this equipment set up <laughs> or, or, oh my goodness, I need I, another 20 minutes of your time I, to get I think you've got a handle on it though, Susan. You're yeah, doing but, pretty well. But in August, I didn't have a handle right. on it. Right. No one did. I mean, <laughs> and plus, she, sure, these pop shields give you a little bit of trouble, but we're true. getting on the hook. We're, oh, we're right. learning slowly. It's, it's a new year. Yes. So yeah, those are those just are some of the phenomenal things that, that we're doing. Wonderful. And we've, we've brought in, including our South Central Kansas uh, materials grant. We've we've brought in over thirty six thousand dollars in grant and donation funding in twenty twenty two. So we're working on you know ways that that we can continue to make the library bigger and better outside of just tax dollars. It's why it's the hub of the community, right? Uh, and speaking of hub of the community, so on January 10th um, at 7 p.m., we have our book club. Uh, it oh, is right. it's a great way to start the new year. This this book club is about it's about personal improvement, and I think this is a great time of year to talk about that. But it's a lot about mental health. It's a lot about how we uh, cope with all the trauma from the last three years. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's a great group. It's primarily women, but men are welcome. Um, but that is on January 10th uh, at 7 p.m. at the library. We still have books available, so come in and see us and ask more about it. Janelle Hahn, uh, our librarian here, is, is the one who's been leading that. What's the name of the book again, please? I can't remember. So That's not the name of the book. It's I'm not, so I can't sorry remember. to put you on this. No, no, it's okay. It okay. has completely fallen out of my brain. Um, but we do have extra copies of awesome. it. Um, it's a narrative. Okay. Um, it, it just is falling out of my head. But it's more of a narrative rather than a, a typical, okay. what you would think, of self-help okay. book. Right. Um, and then January 19th, Emily Miller is making a return to do a, a book-folding program. Oh. Um, so that's going to be really fun. Emily's going to come in and teach a book folding class at 7 p.m. on January 19th. You fold the pages. Rusty's looking very incredulous. I'm confused. Um, so picture an old antique book, okay? Okay. Just, and then you take the – you spread it kind of open at the spine. Uh-huh. And then you fold the pages in such a way that it creates a three-dimensional design, whether that's a star, a heart, a Christmas tree. The word swathers. The word swathers. She is incredibly talented. Interesting. Yeah. So they used to do this with old readers' digests, but all they would do was make them into a boring Christmas tree with two folds, top and bottom. But I have a book that Emily did that says Swathers. Very cool. Mm-hmm. You should sign up to attend. And when is that again? Uh, it is January 19th at 7 p.m. Okay. We supply everything. It is free to the community. Uh, space is going to be limited to about 20. So please uh, drop me an email. Heston Public Library at gmail.com or give us a call 327 4666 to get registered for Interesting. that. Interesting. I'm going to have to check this out. Yeah. And then uh, later on in the month, I'll talk about this a little bit more. But just as a teaser, we're having a stuffy sleepover. 
I will talk more about that. There's probably later an age on. limit, isn't there? No, there is not. If okay. you would like, we are, we are having a stuffy sleepover, and uh, people that bring their stuffies will also get a complimentary uh, photo album of all of the things that we get up to after hours at the library. But the stuffy sleeps the over. The stuffy Rusty. sleeps over. Not right? No, you. no. I I, uh-huh. I don't know what a stuffy is. A stuffed animal. A stuffed animal. <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. Whew, okay. <laughs> You're capping. You I'm know ca- what it is. No, you know I, what no stuff- I'm not capping. Okay. I had no okay. idea. All right. I still have my original two stuffed animals. They are in a bag. I still have my two from growing up as a kid. I know someone that has one, too, and it's named Stinky Bear. But it is not me, but it is someone in my family. I have a bear and a dog, and I have both of them still. You I, should bring yep. them, and, and so, that would be. I'm not taking Zach and Rara anywhere, man. They're staying safe. <laughs> It's okay. Ted does not leave my bureau. That is where Ted has lived for the last, I don't know, whenever I moved into the house. Yeah, yeah I've had him since I was I can bring born. my 14-foot snake. I can bring my pterodactyl. I have a 14-foot stuffed snake. Uh, my snake's going to come. Okay. My stuffed snake's going to come sleep over at the library. Let's get back on I am topic. Good with this. Anyway, uh, but yeah, that is, that's what we have. January the, For the next couple of weeks, mark your calendars. Tuesday, January 10th, we've got our book club meeting. Uh, there are snacks involved. So if nothing else... Come for the snacks. And then on the 19th, we've got the book folding class. And I would like to thank the 34,000 people uh, that that crossed the Heston Public Library threshold. Um, We have a door counter and we check it every day. And every day we average over 100 people a day here. So I. 100 different people. 100 people. That's cool. That is cool. So, yeah, yeah, I just I really want to thank all of our amazing patrons and yeah. my staff and start the year off with a, a huge thank you cool. to the support. Well, Again, happening we, place we, here. We could, this broadcast would not be happening without the Heston Public Library oh. and the USW11228 local. Yes, local 11228, yeah. Man, cool things happening here. Lots of amazing stuff. Okay. It's Heston. There's things that are happening all the time. We're going to shift to sports. So. Ah, January, the <laughs> yes. month of yes. more sports. Um, first things first, major props to Jake Proctor for being selected to the 2023 Kansas Shrine Bowl. Congrats to Jake. So Jake gets to play one more football game before continuing on his basketball career. Tonight, Heston takes to the road to play Cheney at Cheney. The Cardinal girls are ranked 6th in 3A, but will have to contend with Kendall Bruggen, who seems to be averaging about a billion points a game right now. She is on fire. Man. The boys matchup then features two top 10 teams in 3A, with the Swathers being number 3 and the Cardinals being number 7. Ironically, these two teams will be in the same sub-state. Do not get me started on sub-states, because we could go on for days about the disorganization of sub-states from Acacia. Okay. And I, won't, then, I won't get you started. Okay, good. And then on January 27th, this is really, really cool. On January 27th, that is a Friday night, that is a home game against Bueller. They will be recognizing the 1982-83 Swather basketball team that won state. Coach Craze is coming back. A bunch of these guys are coming back to be recognized during that game against Bueller. That will be wonderful. That was um, probably, from all accounts I understand, one of the best teams at the all-state level. They were 24 and 1, 25 and 1, with the one game he lost to Hillsboro. Um, I think there were some injuries and other things that were that happened, but they walked their way and 
trounced everybody else. Nice. Including the undefeated Wellsville Eagle beating them, Eagles beating them 82 to 61 in that state championship. Now, game. that's not that same team that there was some big controversial game over in Hillsboro that goes down in history. That is one of them. Do we yes. need to get somebody in to talk about that game? Maybe Carl Boyer. That will, we could do that. Well, no, Bruce uh, was Bruce was, Bruce was coach. Well, yeah. I okay. Maybe there... Bruce would come on. We'll talk to Bruce. And okay, see Bruce, well, if you're I'd, listening, I bet what we could do is we could maybe get Bruce and if there's someone local sure. on the team to come in okay. and talk a little. That's I a keep good hearing about that game, and that was prior to my. Um, there were there were a couple of different Hillsboro. That, okay, you know that Hillsboro Heston rivalry, man. That's a that's a blood rivalry. Is that a thing? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Huh. Absolutely. Interesting. So I've always said, I've always <laughs> said, I've maintained this. If you ask Heston, someone from Heston, who the biggest rivals are, they're going to be split between Halston and Hillsborough. Yeah. If you ask Hillsborough, Hillsborough is going to be split between Heston and Marion. Uh-huh. If you ask Halstead, it's Heston. That's all it is. So, yeah. It's, and, you, it's, and if you ask the Lambs, all we ever cared about was beat collegiate. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. So that's what we got going cool. on in sports. Um, next week, Director of Golf, Zach Fry, will be joining us. I can't wait to see him. To talk, you know, 2023 golf and everything that's going on from memberships and everything else. So. Yeah, it's really great that you were out on the course on New Year's Day. I, yeah. I admire you for doing that. It was it was a great day. We had a lot of fun. We, we played golf, and I may or may not have won $5 from Chris Franz that I will be framing and putting somewhere. So, yeah. I, now you don't want to make him mad. No, no, I'm told. I told him that. I, okay, because yeah. like, he's your summer rec program with yeah, okay, his pool. Well, let's not necessarily, but I did get to go to his house afterwards and have fresh New Year's cookies. Oh my goodness! So it was a really good New Year's I Day. You, your life is just—I envy it. But once I, once I get complete, I apologize for being so sniffly today. I, I'm not emotional about the new year. I'm just battling some bug. But Rusty and I are both glad to be back at it. Absolutely. We had a great time on that gift wrapping show. We did. We're we probably going to be th- cooking up something else crazy. Oh, you know we will. And if you guys want to be on or have someone you think needs to be on, email us. Yes. Get in touch with us. HestonPodcast at gmail.com. Susan, or text us. You know, yeah. many people know Susan. A few people know me. We can make this <laughs> <Stop>. happen. <laughs> so. Knock on my door. Yeah. Stand at Rusty's sidewalk because <laughs> yeah. he... He has signs warning you about what he's wearing or something like that. But please get in touch. Those are Heston Police Department approved. Thank you very much. Okay. Please get in touch with us. We're looking forward to 2023. We are. We are. Again, HestonPodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you guys. Thank you for making this such a cool 22. And we're looking to expand and have a lot of fun through 2023. I'm excited for it. Stay well. Yeah. This will be awesome. All right. Talk to you next week. Yes. This has been the Weekly Walkthrough H Town, coming to you from the hub of the community, Heston Public Library, recorded with podcasting equipment sponsored by USW Local 11228. For Susan Lamb, I'm Rusty Witcher, and saying we will talk to you guys next week.